You're listening to Do That Well with your hosts, Brenda Brown and Karen Thrall, a podcast about real experiences and how to turn them into life lessons. Unscripted, honest, funny, genuine, and passionate. A series of conversations where we explore every aspect of human interaction and provoke each other to do life well. Welcome to 2022. What? <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> We've um, made it. Yeah. And, uh, as, as promised, we are going to tell you all a little bit about some changes that will be coming up in this year. As well, we are going to go over some of our past favorite episodes to just remind you what goodness lies in store in the Do That Well archives. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. It's so fun that we accomplished our goal for 2021. Our goal was to have it videoed. And so we've been videoing we every week and to have an, an episode every week. And we did it. We did it. We did 52 episodes. It's just what a huge accomplishment. So yes. yay. Yes. yes. And, and thank, thank you, you for to the, yes, thank you for listening. <laughs> oh man. We wouldn't, we, we wouldn't uh, have the drive and motivation to keep going if it wasn't for the <laughs> fact that we keep seeing those listens happening. So yes, it's, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. <sighs> So as I mentioned, we we do have some things that you'll see changing slightly in 2022. One of those things uh, you'll probably notice towards the end of 2021, we started to bring in some some new faces, some special guests, and that is a theme that will continue into 2022. Mm -hmm. We'll be bringing in uh, different people with expertise in arenas, arenas where we don't have it, as well as just some different faces on occasion mm -hmm. so that you can get some different perspectives uh, that are beyond Karen and I. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we're also going to do just once in a while where we take our vacation. We take a little break, a little holiday from podcasting. So hopefully we'll have a, a guest co-host, you know, some new surprises for guest co-hosting, which would be really fun as well. So we're excited about that as well. Definitely. And I think another thing that you'll see from us is just more of a presence on our Instagram yes. and perhaps even in some other platforms as well. More, You'll have to stay tuned to find out. Yes. But we really are hoping in 2022, well, I know I'm really hoping for this, is, you know, when we first started this podcast, it was about having conversations. It was about trying to foster community and relationships. And so we want to take that idea and actually put it into practice when it comes to this podcast. Like we want to grow our community of mm -hmm. listeners and followers and people that want to be on the podcast. As I said, we're going to have more guests. So if you're somebody that's interested and you're a listener, but you think it'd be fun to jump in in a conversation with us, like, email yeah. us, send us a, a message on Instagram. But one of the things that I know I really would like to see more in this year for us is just to engage with all of yes. you a bit yes. more. Yes. And this is maybe too big of a wish list for this year, but you never know with us is that call in, like it'd be fun to once in a while do a live podcast where you can actually call in in real time and be yes. part of the, the recording of the podcast. I mean, that we would absolutely love that. So send us good cheers and vibes so that we could, we get to that point as well. Exactly. Well, that's more or less it on updates. So we'll, we'll hop into our 
our nostalgia here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we were thinking about reminiscing. Um, For me, it was the last year in 2021. What were my three three favorites? So I I went through the whole 52 list. I went, okay, which ones are my three? So I I have three. And I Um, also have three. I'm curious to see if we have any overlap. Okay, so you go first. You do the first one. Okay, so one of the ones I have on my list is... it's, it cheated a little bit because it was a two-parter, um, but our two-part series on Greek love, the different words for Greek love. Yes, that was so good. I learned a lot on that one. It, like, it was really cool to find out there's so many different expressions of love, and then there's the toxic love that, they, that the Greeks threw in there, too. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what I really liked about that conversation and that those two episodes is that it for me it really solidified this idea that I had already been living my life by in a way, but this idea that there's so many different ways in which we can love each other and that it's not all romantic movie love, it's not all, you know, what you see on television. And I think that those episodes for myself g- gave me freedom to like tell my friends I love yeah, them more often. Yeah, yeah. I found myself telling people I love them so much more after that because I was like, it's not, I can say I love you. Like you're my friend. I love you. And, <laughs> and I know it sounds silly, but I, I think there was a freedom in, in that, oh, that I wow. got that I really liked. So good. It's, it's true. Cause there's so, there's like the, the, and the way they broke it down. Cause there were, were there eight of them? There were eight different expressions of love I think there were eight that we went over but if memory serves there were so many more beyond that Mm -hmm. even (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we are going to put the links so these episodes in the the blurb for this today's episode if you want to go look at our blurb and then click that link so to refresh your memory please do yeah. yeah. So on that, I'm going to segue because I also picked a two-parter and that was the family dynamics. We did that in June 2021. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I love that one. I still refer to that one. Like when I'm listening, when I listen to um, people talking about their families, I'm like, oh, that's extended family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, that's a nucleus family. Oh, that's a, you know. Uh, and it, it was so cool. I'm really way more aware of the family dynamics and how you know, some kids are being raised by their grandparents and some is a single parent home and some is a multifamily home from different families merging together and some are with all their relatives together. Like it was the best thing for me because I only knew mine and that was parents, children, one house, very independent. And that was very, that really helped me, not helped me, well, enhanced me. I, I started appreciating and enjoying how different families were. And I got to, and I remember we did all the, the pros and the cons, mm-hmm. like they all the flaws, their strengths and their flaws. And so I'm cracking up. Like when I see, Oh yeah, that's that, that's that <laughs> thing. And then I see the endearment too, because you sacrifice, you give up something for each one has a strength that the other ones don't have. So you can mm-hmm. admire it in them, admire like, wow, you have that strength. I don't have that. I wasn't raised with that, but wow, I really admired in you. So yeah. So mine was the uh, family dynamics. Yeah. And I, like you said, I liked that with that episode. Um, it, I think for me as well, it has enhanced my ability to like, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess just 
not play as much of that grass is greener game. Yes. Yes. Like understanding that there really are pros and cons to all of these different dy- yes. you know, dynamics that can exist and that I'm sure that my understanding of the dynamics that exist are pro- is probably even still very small. There's probably so much more that I'm not aware of. So, mm-hmm. Okay. And on that, another thing that was meaningful to me in that episode was something I remember you talked about and I just loved it was um, if you don't have positive family memories or family dynamics, you actually get to create your own family. You get to choose if you are family less, you know, if you feel like I don't have family, then you, then you develop one and you start picking and choosing and you, and you include people and neighbors or friends or colleagues and you start to create a family unit. And you're, that's how wonderful it is. The word family. And thank you for saying the grass is not greener on the other side, because you can also create a family if that's an experience you didn't have that was positive. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I like the the family dynamics link will be in our blurb. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So my second favorite, I guess I'm going in order of how much I liked them. So we're getting to the, my favorite will be the last, but my, (laughs) um, was our episode on gaslighting, our no gaslighting episode. Did you have that one? Yep. (laughs) Totally loved it. It's because it was so good. It was freaking amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. If you haven't listened to that one, definitely listen to that one because that was an eye-opener. Yes. You go first. You go first. Okay. So I love my factoids. So I really liked (laughs) that for that episode, we had that really fun factoid about the origin of the word gaslighting. Yes. Yes. And this is, I'm such a geek, but I just thought that was so cool. I thought it was so cool that this idea that we have of gaslighting came from the movie and you're going to have to go listen to the episode to find out exactly. Don't tell, don't give it all away, Brenda. Don't give it all away. (laughs) But I thought that was really cool to learn the origins uh, and, and, you know, additionally to understand that our, uh, what we know as gaslighting is actually a fairly new concept. Like the concept has existed, but what we call gaslighting now is 1980s, right? Yeah. It was like the 70s, 80s, something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really interesting. Okay. And on that, I, because of that episode, I'm hearing it. And when people talk, and I can tell, I, I can tell when that's not the word's not being used accurately. Yes. yes. So I had a really good friend of mine say, "Hey, I, I was told I gaslight." I go, "Well, tell me what they were referring to." And I was like, "Oh, no, that's that's not gaslighting. It isn't. No, no, gaslighting is." And I was able to explain what gaslighting was. So also, it's also helping diffuse any ideas that we can come up with perceptions of gaslighting, and then really maybe use it in its right context. So that, 100%. I, yeah. And then I've had people use it in the right context and I'm listening. I'm like, oh, yes, they're right. That is gaslighting. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing that was really cool is that we're all guilty of it in small measures. And so it's that we have to hold each other accountable not to entertain that kind of, that kind of way of communicating or thinking or winning or right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I, I really appreciate that you brought up the, like understanding what it actually means and then seeing those moments now where people aren't using the word correctly. Mm-hmm. You know, when we did that episode, I know something we touched on was that 
gaslighting has become, or the word gaslighting or being gaslit, this concept, it it is a bit of like a buzzword. Um, It is something that I think a lot of social media or different, you know, media news outlets will use the word gaslighting or that sort of language. And I think that it's meant to be very alarmist and very like, ah, we're being gaslit. But a lot of the times what they are referring to actually isn't, no, it isn't gaslighting. No. And so I really appreciate that you brought that up, Karen, because mm-hmm. I do think for myself, that is something I've noticed more as well. Um, and yes, like gently correcting people <laughs> like, oh, well, I don't think that you meant gaslighting. Like, I think maybe you meant this because gaslighting is this and it doesn't sound like that's what's happening. And I think having that understanding and and then the language to be able to diffuse those moments um, has been helpful because mm. it can be really easy to just get into a little tizzy about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm being gaslit and maybe that's not what's happening. Right, right. Okay, my last one, because that was on my list. Um, the other one that was really great, and I'm actually using in coaching, so it really had an impact on me, is the Stop Gossip one. That was in August. We did that one. Okay. Uh, 2021. And um, my favorite part, my favorite thing that has had such an impact, and uh, I won't get into all the details. My favorite part is <laughs> when you hear that someone is gossiping about you, your body, the physiological reaction your body has is the same as if someone were to punch you in the gut. So the, the effects of gossip to our bodies when we find out there's gossip is like someone's punching the gut. And I was like, poof, that was just like, <gasps> it, that's how strong it is. That's how powerful it is. And so I really like that episode because we also admitted we're guilty. And this is the thing I love, Brenda, is we never, ever talk about these topics because we're experts. We talk about these topics because they provoke us to do life well. Mm-hmm. Can can we not gossip well? Can I not gossip well? And then how do I get out of it? I mean, even that's been challenging. Like, ah, this I didn't want it to go here. Ah, really and really and really and trying to get out of the conversation because I now that I have all this information, I'm more accountable for it. It's like, oh, so I I've put I've been put in precarious or predicaments where I'm just going. I got how yeah. How do I close out? I got to shut this conversation down, <laughs> only because I'm trying to practice, you know. Right. But, so that one was a big one for me was the stop gossip, and I'm using it in coaching. It's been so cool, and I've actually I've been studying it a little bit because I I find it a very it's very human uh, quality mm-hmm. of humans, and it is part of our neuro brain or neuroscience to uh to go there so you have to almost reprogram and mature your thinking to not do that but it's such a human nature thing that we're all all i mean there's not one innocent person that i i yet have never met someone who's who's innocent of gossiping but it's been in childhood it's everywhere you know but anyway so that's mine i really 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 have enjoyed that one that one almost made it onto my list as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good one. Um, with that one, I believe we talked about the drama triangle. I won't yes. give away more than that, but I believe that's when we introduced that idea. And I will say for me as well, um, that episode, you know, similar to what we were saying a moment ago, it has really helped me catch those moments in my life or when I observe other people going into the the drama triangle or getting themselves in uh, 
conversations that include gossip, it has helped me be able to understand when that dynamic is happening or be able to pick up on it. And, and I think, again, it's given me some language because now I can say to someone, well, like, are you familiar with the drama triangle? No. Okay. Let me tell you. Mm -hmm. And, and like, and this is starting to happen right now and I don't want to be a part of it, you know? And, and I feel like I've had enough conversations with people that I know in my life now where I can even just say like, Ooh, is this, is this a drama triangle? You know, are we, are we getting here now? And again, you'll have to listen to the episode to find out exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) How to avoid that drama triangle. Um, (laughs) But yes, again, I think that was a really good episode that helped just give me information and language so that I could continue to have those conversations with people in my life. Okay, so I'll just throw out, since we do have a little bit of time, I can throw this out to you. So what's happening in the workplace, and it makes sense, and it's pretty common, it's very common across the board, is that um, because everything's remote, there's not that three-dimensional body language happening. Mm -hmm. So now, during meetings that you would have had in person, and if you picked up your phone and started texting somebody else in the meeting, I mean, there's no way you would do it. Like everybody would be watching you texting so-and-so and then they're replying. But because we don't have that, that in-person thing, there's a lot of texting going on, meetings, rolling your eyes, making negative comments, making jokes. And can you believe it? What do you think about that? And right. this stuff never happened. So there's this new habit, new bad habit that has naturally surfaced because of remote work that was never there before. And so there's a predicament in the workplace now and HR, uh, I've talked to HR departments and executives and they're trying to figure out how do we diffuse this bad habit? Like, how do we get rid of this bad habit? So it's starting to just infiltrate into the workplace across the board. Like I've had executives saying, when I bring it up, they'll go, oh, I do that. <laughs> oh, I've done that, you know? So it's just common. You just, cause you have access to, to, to have a conversation on the side that you never had before. Anyway, so that's why I'm so intrigued by it. And also, um, how do you coach it? So it's been something I'm, it's been really excited about learning how to do, how to coach better. So, yeah. That's such a good point, Karen, that I hadn't thought about. But now that you say that, I mean, it makes perfect sense. You're so right. I think that with this virtual culture and specific to workplaces that use, you know, virtual communication, uh, you're right though. I think that the gossip and those little times where you're trying to create, you know, cause we're trying to create camaraderie, right? That's, I think, I think it's what people, this is my opinion, but I think that's often what we're trying to do. Like we're trying to create buy-in, we're trying to create camaraderie. So by saying like, well, what did you think of that comment? Even though it's like this negative thing that I'm bringing to the table, I'm, I'm trying to create rapport, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I feel I'm totally just musing. This is just my opinion, but I I can't help but wonder if part of the reason that that is increasing with the virtual communication as he, in addition to what you said, because now we can do it because no one knows that I'm texting yeah. someone in, during my meeting. I've been, I've been texting someone the whole time you've been talking. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I'm you kidding. know, in addition to the fact that we can do it, there's also this like, we aren't as connected. So I, I wonder if there's a part of us that wants to try and create more connection and create more rapport. And that's just one of the ways we yeah. naturally yeah. know how. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's um, human nature. It is. And we have an opinion and we like to pick a side. And, and the other thing that was cool about the gossip thing was, I guess we're, I'm giving you, no one have to listen now, but um, <laughs> was the whole thing of gossip. You can define gossip when the person you're talking about isn't there to represent themselves. Mm-hmm. That's then, you know, you're in gossip. And so we, we, we elaborated everyone. So you still have to listen. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So much so, more. <laughs> yeah. So that was my, those are my three family dynamics, the stop gossip with the no gaslighting. So you had Greek love. Greek love. No I gaslighting. also had gaslighting. And okay, to, to, to round us out, um, this is a little different one. One of my favorite episodes from 2021 was when we interviewed um, May Globus. Oh, yeah. And talked to her about sound healing. And yeah. Twofold. Uh, the first reason it's one of my favorites is because we just started experimenting with bringing other people into our podcast uh, in 2021. And May, I think, was the last person that we interviewed in 2021. And um, I think just the fact that they, I liked the energy, for lack of a better word, of having that third person. I thought it I thought it was a very successful, um, I yeah. felt that the dynamic was nice and we really hit a flow. Not to say that we didn't when we interviewed those other people. I think all of those elements were still there, but because it wasn't our first or second, right. because we had a right. few under our belt. Yeah. Yes. Apologies it's true. to the other That's, people. Yeah. That we, we love Crystal. We love Crystal. We love Eric. But yes, yes. you're right. We, we, cause we'd, we'd regroup and go, okay, how do we, we were learning how to be a good interviewer. Right. As well. So, yes. Yes. So, you know, if you're listening to the audience, that's that's a little bit more of me, like giving myself a pat on the back. Like, (laughs) I like that episode because I think that we did it well. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But I have another reason for liking it. Okay. Okay. The audience's benefit. Um, I think that this was a really cool episode because of the topic. This was one of the times that we took a topic that isn't as uh, scientifically rooted. It does have a big scientific element to it, which we talk about on the episode. Yeah, so which was so cool. That was for both of us. The scientific side of that was right. just amazing. She she outlined it so clear. Like, ugh, yeah, I exactly. love the scientific. T- me too. I really liked it. Yeah. But there's also this metaphysical element. And... Mm. I think that there have been other episodes where we have talked a little bit about the metaphysical or the woo-woo or the things that aren't quite as, you know, concrete in science. Um, But I think with our episode with sound healing, it was a really nice marriage of those two worlds because Mm -hmm. we really did get to talk about both sides of it, the science side and the metaphysical side which was risky for us. And I hope that everyone that listened really enjoyed it, but we hadn't really, we hadn't really uh, gone there with our, with our topics before. And so I think that it was really fun because the content was just so uh, invigorating. It was so, Mm -hmm. so different than what we Mm -hmm. typically bring to the table. And I really liked that. Mm -hmm. Um, I did too. And I mean, May, I mean, she's definitely found her purpose. She was a, she was a marketing guru. She was uh, working for a very large company in the marketing department. 
and now she runs a podcast. She hosts a podcast where she interviews all the leadership in, in the Vancouver, Canada area. She does podcast interviews with all them and has sound, sound therapy. And now corporations are hiring her. Like she found her purpose, you know, so cool. and I just, yeah. And she's got such a flair for the art too. She's a true creative, a true artist. And she's all love. Like, see, she's somebody I would say she's like, you, you get around here. Like she's all love. <laughs> I, yeah. I you know I've never yeah, met she's in person, but yeah. via the internet, I definitely picked up on all of that. Yeah, so. yeah, she's pretty sweet. Oh, I love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for us to do more interviews, and uh, it's going to be so fun. And also for us because we started learning how to ask questions, and now we get to like receive. Right. They're, we're bringing somebody to us, and they're going to teach us. And we it's almost like reading an article, but in in human form. <laughs> <laughs> So fun, fun factoids for you, Brenda. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, so there you have it. Those are three of each of our favorite episodes in 2021. As we mentioned many times, but I'm going to mention it again. We will link all of these episodes in the bio for this episode. And hopefully you will go listen to them and take away some fun things if you haven't already. Um, because we have just a couple minutes, since we both had an overlapping one of gaslighting, I actually am going to throw one more out really quickly that I think is a really fun one. And that would be the episode on nice. I looked at, I almost picked it. Okay, talk to me. Okay, talk to me. So I, throwing the audience for a loop here, I was like closing out and I was like, wait, no, just one more. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for the episode on Nice, I think that it was just one that hit really close to home for me. Uh, I know I've mentioned before on our podcast that I've I've had a tendency to be a people pleaser in my life. And so the episode on nice was one where I personally felt like I got a lot out of it. And I know I had other people like friends and listeners of the podcast to talk about or bring things to me from this one as well. So I think this is one that a lot of people uh, really resonated with. Mm -hmm. I think that in our culture, we do have this tendency to try and like always be nice and always be, you know, and so I think, I think the fact that we went into some of the stigma around nice and what it can mean to be like nice versus being respectful versus being, you know, what else. And I, uh, it, give, it gives us a little freedom to not always think like, well, I'm not being nice if I don't do it this way or mm -hmm. I have to be nice or whatever it may be. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for that. Yeah. I, I was that one kind of, because I, me too, me too, Brenda is, how do I replace nice? <laughs> you know, so yeah, that was it's so good. Okay, so there we are. There's, and there's now we're going to have new favorites. At least six episodes now that you can yes. all go and listen to. Yes. Our favorites. <laughs> yes. And we're going to make some new favorites for 2022. Thank you for, please stay with us. Not please, I know they are. They're going to yeah, stay oh, with us. Listening. So thank you for staying with us. And then here we go. Adventure begins 2022. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>